and welcome. This is the Scurry and the Scrub podcast. I'm Matty Marinas. He's Jordan Scurry. We are your humble hosts, bringing you um, a jam-packed show today. We got a lot to talk about. Jordan and I have been, uh, been warming up some takes in the oven for you like it's Thanksgiving, and we, we've been batting them back and forth at each other, and we're ready to let you hear what we got to say. Uh yeah, well, I mean, we're going to talk about Creighton UConn, big game last night at the CHI. Um, huge implications for Big East tournament seeding, NCAA tournament status. Uh, the Big East Women's Basketball Awards were released today. Some of it's like, okay, they got that right, they got that right. Some of it's like, what the fuck was that about? So we got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, Big East Women's Tournaments this weekend. We got to preview that. And then we got your questions and everything. So, yeah, we got we got a lot to talk about. Um, Skur, tell me how you're feeling about this uh, Creighton dub over UConn when uh, man, the undermanned man. Jay is doing I'm, it again. I'm, uh, I'm hyped. You know, I have I got a lot of energy coming on here today. I'm, I'm excited. That win felt great. But, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So just for, just not, for, I'm, I'm just for full context for everybody, Jordan was texting me last night in incomplete sentences like, it was like two were. It was like yeah, <laughs> his thoughts were like it was like seven message sequences, but like maybe two sentences total. Because I was, was I was I was drinking along with my fellow Blue Jays like <laughs> last night. I was I was drinking with the fans from yeah. my crib. So you that, dollar, that's probably you what, a dollar that, be, that, a dollar beer night at the Skur household. I did, I did, I did. I tried to. Well, I really didn't until the it's the second half, and then I was like, what? Hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap in. So. That's what led to my text. I, I apologize for that. We need but, to get you. We need to you get know, you. In, we need to get you in Omaha next time for a dollar beer night where Lav's there because you two can yeah, just run around. You can I was waiting. Just run around the arena like arm in arm and just yeah. like yeah. I was actually know. I was I was waiting to say this, but I'm gonna say it now. I'm I'm I think I'm gonna come. I'm definitely. It's been decided after last night. I gotta come to Dollar Beer Night. I think that's yeah. I, it's a wasted opportunity if I don't go. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that. Can you agree? Yeah, that's your, that needs to be like an annual return trip to o, to the O for you, right? Or, yeah. Don't you think so? Yeah. All right, yeah, 100%. yeah. I, I'm, I like. It's I not like really. There's it. not really one game where I'm like, you know, in terms of a, a matchup where I'm like, I need Skur in the building for like Creighton Butler. It's just I need I need Skur in the building for Dollar Beer Night, whoever the opponent is, regardless. Like he's got to be there so. for that. I think so. I think so. Because a lot, I was. You know, I was facing all my people were there, so I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, no, I don't know why I didn't go. I don't know, waste of opportunity." But anyway, I'm feeling good, nonetheless. That was, just, I'm just, we got a lot to talk about, so I don't want, I don't want to waste my my hype energy on just. You don't need, don't need, let, it, oh. let it rip. I'm asking you, how how do you feel? Man. How the Jays, how the Jays get it done? Let it rip. You go first, man. It was, it was. I just think it was so such a. It was a good game, man. It was just so fun to watch because this team, like, <laughs> Jahans and I was, were even talking about it, I feel like, last time, just about, like, you know, like, they, they've been able to play, the, like, win these close games all year long. And, like, to see them do it again down the stretch, like, and uh, beat a ranked opponent like that last night, it was, it was a lot of energy. Like, it, I just got a lot of energy from it, like, a lot of energy from Arthur coming out with like bang 15 i was thinking he was about to go crazy like uh it was just uh typical jays not typical jays game but typical like mm, crowd was with us good game in omaha feel to it i don't know I'm, I'm maybe it's just too much like emotion for me right now i don't know what do you what do you what will you you're, get you're still you were on, there you're still on 10 i'm still sure. on it you feel it 
You feel it? Okay. I, I feel you're out of control right now already. I don't even know what you were like last night. That's wild. Yeah. See, yeah. Arthur. Right. Arthur was. <laughs> he was scary, and I think that's. I think he. I, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch the rest of his career because that type of stuff is going to be more of the norm than just like, a, oh wow, he's on. You know what I mean? Like you're going to kind of like see that type of stuff more frequently, more consistently, and. You know, it was big last night, too, for one main reason. Like, UConn was determined not to let Creighton get comfortable last night, especially the guys who hurt them in the first matchup. Not so much O'Connell, even though they were really focused on not letting him get off, but Hawkins and Trey Alexander specifically. Um, I mean, Trey, like, RJ Cole, RJ Cole met Trey at like 50 feet and said, let's go boy. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to make your night as hard as possible. Like you're not getting into this offense. You're not getting comfortable. Like you're, you're missing your point guard and I'm going to make you feel it type of situation. And Hawkins, like, you know, he got that post up early, but you know, he wasn't, he, I think he got free for a three maybe, but early on, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't think offense and was coming easy for him. Like, I didn't think UConn was letting him get free very often. Uh, so for Art to step up like that, huge, huge, huge. Like, you know, we'll talk about Kalkbinner in a minute. He finished the job. Uh, but that 16-point lead in the, like, you know, to the first in the first 16 minutes that they built, that was, like, almost solely off the back of, Everything Kalim was doing, you know what I mean? He was he was grabbing defensive rebounds. Yeah. I think he had four defensive boards in the first 16 minutes. Flashes, of, wasn't, wasn't flashes like, of greatness. It's yeah. like it's so it's yeah, tip it's slam. He had a corner three. How about the how about the pull-up three in tran in transition? Just like no doubt about it, catch and f- let it fly. Like, I, like I, don't, I don't think I've seen him shoot a three that quick in his life. And they were not. I think they were not ready for him. He, they clearly, I, they had that look, and you know the games where it's like clearly the scout team didn't prepare for this dude well enough. Like it, and like especially for those threes and everything. Like and it, you know, once a guy gets it going, like come on now, you gotta get up. And they were just like, please, like please don't do it. And he was like, no, nah, I'm gonna do it. They were like, they that they were begging him not to. And so, nah, man, it was it was fun to watch that flash. But then the way, honestly, too, you brought up the R.J. Cole thing. I thought Trey, he he showed tremendous, like, just composure from the point guard yes. position. Like, 100%. that game looked like he had played point guard in the Big East all season, like, for a, more than just a couple games. Mm. You know what I mean? At least maybe I'm over-exaggerating here, but that one. But, like, I, I, I thought so. I thought so. I really did. I thought that I, he, like – No, I, I – well, the thing, so many things. is, like, you have, to grade, you have to grade him on a curve. Like, you can't grade him on, like – Right. The Nemhard scale. That's not fair. He's not a true one, you know? So, like, his whole thing is, like, is he able to get to his spot still? Is he taking care of the ball? Um, right. Is he cre- is he getting Creighton into its stuff? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing is important. And, and honestly, it's not – even that's not all totally fair to grade him on that stuff either because you can see – that there's he's still a little bit uncomfortable. Like he, I think he retreat dribbles a little bit too much and gets himself like back into the mid court line and right. He doesn't, he doesn't give himself a lot of angles, but to go right. right, you know. So, but that's just like he's not. That's that's lack of reps. Like he's not right. gonna. That's gonna be like that the rest of the year. You know what I mean? Like he's right. not. It's unfair. And what gives me? What gives me so was, much? 
But, but sorry, just to not to yeah, cut you off, but just what gives me confidence about him at that point guard position, man, is he has like, because like you were talking about, it's like his retreat dribble. Like when he attacks the basket, he has such good finishing yeah. with his left and right hand around the basket. It's like, I, I, it, it's actually crazy because he was pulling off some, I think it was like, like a left leg, left hand finish on the right side yesterday yeah. attacking the basket and i'm like body control is he, really impressive body control is very impressive and when he's a threat like that it opens up so many things like with the and then it opens up the big's gonna crack down the ryan threes he found in the corners like it was when they had it flowing in that first half it was exciting yeah and it was yeah i mean there was a lot to like about that first half For and, sure. but, but at the same time you kind of felt like uconn wasn't gonna let it go like that you know mm-hmm. um yeah it wasn't terribly surprising that the game became what it was in the second half, but I I was getting, you know, texts and tweets and things like that about it, you know it felt like the Xavier game, and I don't I don't think it ever felt like that to me. You know what I mean? I felt like UConn, um, got control of like got got under control a little bit towards the end of the first half, and. And I think they were they were the sharper team, I think, for you know, a good first 10 plus minutes of the second half. But I think Creighton was still answering just enough to because they never gave up the lead. You know what I mean? The Xavier game was like all Creighton in the first half, okay. And and then in the second half, it was like nothing was going right. Not a right. All the possessions were horrible. Xavier was hitting everything. The, it didn't feel like that to me, even though the lead was dwindling. You know, Agreed. and it was 16, 17, it was the same range of a lead, and it disappeared because Xavier because Crate UConn did get it tied a couple times. It didn't feel like like it was a it was a no down. The Xavier game felt like a meltdown in progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could yeah. see like the look in Creighton's eyes, like they were they were shook. Like last night, they didn't seem shook. They just kept playing. There was them. always there was there was always a response last night, yeah. I feel like. I think that's just the difference. Yeah. Well, one, play I, I that, one play that Trey made, you talk about like being a little bit heady, right? Um, when UConn tied it up at 48 at first. And I think Hawk got the first, got the rebound and, uh, you know, found Trey maybe, you know, mm-hmm. around the three point line or whatever on the other side of the floor. And he made, makes that nice little kick ahead to Kalkbender for an easy dunk. For an easy dunk. And easy I, too. and I, Yo, I was so, and I'm glad you brought that up because I called that yesterday. So I was on when I went on with Robbie yesterday on the radio, man. I called him for the game. I said one of the big things in this game was going to be if they can get the I don't I, I didn't check what it was, but if they can get I said six points in transition from Ryan or from like even whoever just what, running down the court. Did, what did Arthur. they end up getting too? Because like, I be Keyshawn, I Keyshawn had a steal and a kick ahead to Arthur for a dunk. Trey had the outlet to Ryan I gotta for, look for, to Big Ryan for a dunk. So I feel like you're right. Those are the four that I remember. Easy ones in transition. I remember. I I said it had to be six. I was around six, and so that's why yeah. I was like, that was it was yeah. it was going to be one of the big things in the game, and we're and it, we we're especially especially because we were talking about it. And he was like, "What do you think is going to be the difference with between like you know Ryan and um, like Trey?" And I was like. More, I think more kick aheads get more in transition because where Art, I mean, excuse me, where Ryan it's hard R2, to score against UConn in the R2, quarter court, right? Especially, yeah. especially yeah. when you go from having R2, who's one of the fastest point guards in the Big East, mm-hmm. like 
you're going to need to like just move the ball because that's the way you create it, it faster. That's you can manipulate that in a sense. Right. So to see him do it, that was like, I was like, that was one of the keys to the game. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was, I thought it was. Coach Skurr's keys of the game, they executed them. I thought it was. And it, I mean, and yeah, it but it's, it it it's big. It, okay. you're, you're right. It's 100%. It's big because Creighton wasn't in a hurry last night. You know, that was a 61 possession game. And, you know, Trey was walking the ball up a lot. He was waiting um, to get into the offense. Like, you know, Creighton was really, really patient. Like, it reminded me of the Villanova game plan from your junior year, I think. Yeah. Your junior year when Ty was out, Marcus was out, and you guys were like, we got to limit possessions to give ourselves a chance in this one, right? Like it, fe- it felt like, uh, like that kind of a game plan where it's like we're gonna limit possessions, we're gonna execute at a high level, and that's how we're gonna win this game. And why I think that's, I'm glad you brought that up, and because why I think that's so exciting is like in the second half, like with this team, you're not nervous when it gets down. Like I feel like all the guys out there, like I'm not that nervous when it gets the shot clock gets down because. They all know how to get to their spots and get good shots. And, like, so it, it's different than in years where usually, like, you, you know, Craig, we wanted to get out and transition, which they still are doing, right, it's at least in the first half. but They're opportunistic with it, yeah. Right. It's less, I mean? it's, it's less like every single time, and it's more like if it's there, go for it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. Good game. This team, 20 <laughs> wins, man. This team got a lot to be proud of. They really do. Well, they're in the tournament. They're so – Oh, for sure. Exactly. That's it. But, it's, it's okay, a wrap, good. Right? We had to put it on. Yeah, we had to put it on record. We had to say it on record. You're not. Are you nervous at all? Like, what? Oh, you- no, 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 no. I'm just. I'm. That's why I'm so hyped. I'm celebrating. What you mean? That's why okay. Coach Mack was. Cause that one. Because that was a wrap. That to, that to me, as soon Cut as it. that, as soon as like they hit that garbage three or whatever it was, that garbage just lay in. Like that was. A, I was like, okay, cool. It's a wrap. That's a wrap. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? That's as soon oh, as it yeah. went zero, I'm like Creighton's in the tournament. That welcome to the. Welcome to the big dance, Creighton. And, like that's that's all it is. Yeah. Because I, I, honestly, I thought they did enough before, before, like through the St. John's win. I thought they had done enough. But mm-hmm. I also, like we said on the last pod with with uh, with Jahens, like I thought if Creighton came out in these next, you know, these next last three regular season games and then the Big East tournament game, and got whipped, like I mean, three four whippings, like not even non-competitive games where it's just like there's more questions than answers and they look totally lost. I could see the committee going, yeah, you are not you're yeah. not on the level you built but up. They didn't like, do it. That's not the team that be Villanova, all that stuff. Like that's gone. Like R2, you need you need Nemhart if he's not healthy, sorry. So last night it's true, it's a it's true. a wrap. Like they be that's a that's a season sweep of UConn with or without Nemhart. I don't care. Like it's over. That's they're in. I don't even care. They they can get whipped the next two. It doesn't even matter. They're in. It's over. That's that's it. UConn's a top twenty team in every in every human poll and every metric. Like it's that was a definitive quality win, like a high Q one win. Yeah, I think so. I think so, man. And I'm like, yeah. Go ahead. How about Big Ryan? Your man. Jordan's been on the Ryan train since like. He signed his letter of intent. Next, Stephen Adams. The next, Stephen. That's what he was called. I texted this. I texted this to Matt last night. But yeah, man, next, Stephen Adams. He just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm big on him. He, in the second half, to just like kind of 
see his progression has just been so awesome. To see how he could put a game away like that at, at this point. That's what I'm saying. In his, in his career, man. How many bigs can you remember in your life that put that just that just put a game on ice? Bigs. Justin Patton, Wisconsin. Justin Patton, Wisconsin. Was it JP? Like, that, I was, don't even remember that was the that. last one I can remember. That's what ah, I mean, dude. That's what like, that had the feel of a little. Ten bit points me. and six boards over the last six and a half minutes, dude. Just yeah. And I mean, I know. And credit to Ryan Hawkins, and, like, and Austin Collins made some great I, reads, and made some nice passes, but yeah. Can we talk about that? Over. I want to talk about that more. I want to talk about that more. Hey, shout out to Alex O'Connell, Ryan. Shout out to all those guys in their late game that when he got it going, like late in that game found him like and got it going that way that was like so fun to watch first of all because it was just you were getting efficient shot after efficient shot and to see them all going like and recognizing that like you know in games like that like I feel like a guy like Alex who knows we all know he could score or even like Ryan and how he had it going even at parts in the second half right uh like I just feel like it was credit to them and credit to this team for like being like really for each other in that sense, late day down the stretch, realizing like, let's just this guy, like, how when Ryan got it going, like, realizing to stick to it, like, show one, it's we've talked about it a lot, like, the team's maturity, like, at such a, I mean, like, mix of ages and like the way they played down the stretch and been able to win in close games. But to realize that, I, I really like wanted to like highlight AOC in the way that like, cause you, I feel like late in those games, sometimes like guys like that are like, Oh no, I'll still go get one. They were just like, nah, like, let's just keep make, keep working this, keep working this. And so wanted to highlight that. That was huge. Second half 20, it was 22, like, man, 22 and 10. That's, he growing up, man. Twenty in the se- up. twenty in the second half. Twenty of that in the second half. He growing up. He had he had He had twelve points in a row for Creighton. Eating when UConn tied it at forty eight. He had twelve points in a row. The big uh, one. Put him up five, basically with sixty seconds left. Basically wrapped it up. Free throws did the rest. I know it had to be rocking in there. I'm jealous. Yeah, it was pretty. It was, a, it was legit. It was legit. I don't know if it was legit. Seventeen. That was what they announced, but I didn't think. Was, I didn't think so either. It looked like a little bit empty in certain areas, but for sure, definitely. I was real locked. I was real locked in. But it had some. It, but the energy was there when Creighton made plays. It wasn't one of. The, it wasn't one of those crowds that like fed into. Um. I wouldn't say it one of the one of those crowds that sparked, the team. I think it was one of those games where the crowd like amplified every play that the guys made you know what i'm talking about is it you understand what I I'm thought so. no i i think so i think because so. like because like it had that vibe like it's not it's not like the team was like trying to it's not like the crowd was trying to rally the team through any moments of adversity or when things weren't working offensively but when they would make a play it was like it went from like five to like 20 you know what i mean in terms of energy yeah. level like the crowd made the simple plays seem like more magnified. The so they brought the energy. Love, the one thing I do love about Creighton fans, I gotta do, I gotta shout this out though, is when UConn did have the ball though. Shout out to Creighton fans for being dead silent whenever UConn does anything good, because it's re- or like because it's just in the first half. It's really <laughs> they were so, though. It's, it's so defeating for them, and I love it. Like UConn, UConn did have some like nice shots in the first half for real. But, like, you know how it is when you're in there in the first half and it's just, like, you can't get it going. 
So yeah. one shout out to Cram fans for that because was that you know at Providence like they be even like ooh I and even for Cram, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the uh, RJ Cole was like hitting some toughies, you know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that that was nice. And like yeah. you could barely yeah. Even yeah. Hear yeah. The yeah. PA yeah. say yeah. his yeah. name. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. He's like, he's just like RJ Cole. And then the crowd's like, I love it. I love like, it. It sounds I like that. It. it sounds like an empty building. Like he, you know what I mean? It's gotta kill so him it definitely, a little bit. Cause he's getting yeah. a little floater game and like hitting those pull-ups, and he was feeling good about himself for a while there. And like every time he like drops, he gets one like all nets, all nets one. It's like RJ Cole, like RJ Cole. Like, you don't even know. Like, did he say his full name there? I don't even know. And then the yeah, crowd's yeah. just like, mm. You know, oh, it's waiting great. for the next Jays it. possession. Yeah, it was. I totally get what you're saying there. That's funny. Yeah, poor RJ. Man. He thought he could get hype, but he couldn't. Nope, not in the first half. <laughs> couldn't get it going. Had to, had to, had to get you the mumble. Five and zero. Five and zero against UConn. Five and zero against UConn. It's like a thing now. It's a. It's. I a like thing it. I, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, I like this whole. UConn just can't beat us thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun <laughs> thing to start it's, doing. It's a, it's a fun thing. The only team in the Big East since UConn got back, and they they can't beat the the crazy Blue Jays from all the Nebraska. On, I went on all the the UConn fan. I'm not even going to expose their name. Oh so yeah, how was it? On, how was that? Uh, I went on all the UConn fan bases thing, and they just never want to play Creighton. Like they just really don't. They're done. They just they, so? they don't, they're like <laughs> they're like just man like. I, Man, like I, because I, like, like you're saying about even RJ Cole has some moves in the first half, and they're yeah. like, yeah, no, like I just felt like he was like off, man, like that wrist was bothering him, like I feel like, and I'm like, he was like man. nine for twenty, he was all good, was right, good. right, one, and then also they're just like so defeated, man, they just don't want to play, like they don't want to play Crane anymore, and I like it, I like it's a whole like they just can't beat us, thing. I like that we're starting this, it's, this is fun. It's kind of funny that it's Creighton too, because if you think about like UConn coming back into the league, that you know they obviously have like the history with their old, the old like old guard of the Big East that's still there with like Nova, Providence, Georgetown, Seton right. Hall, right? But uh, <laughs> and then they probably know Xavier and Butler because like, well, one they played Butler in a national championship game like a few years ago, um. And then Xavier's like one of those teams that's got some NCAA tournament, like, you know, history to them. So they, they, UConn probably, like, of all the teams that UConn's coming back into the league to face, they probably know the little, the least about Creighton and probably have the least respect for Creighton. And here Creighton is the last team that they, they can't figure <laughs> they can't but figure that's, out. How to yeah, that's like it. a bad place to be. That's like a not it a is. good place to be. Because you, you so. went into it like thinking you don't even feel anything about this team. And then all of a sudden, it's like five games into the series, and you're just like, "I hate them. I can't explain why. I don't ever want to see them again. I'm done with Creighton. I, I like it's like Creighton's vaulting up UConn's like hated rivalry list faster yeah. than their fan base thought they would, or something. It's they came back from the they came back from the American Conference. Like, where what what kind of team is this? Like, what what are they? What is Omaha? Like, they they clearly don't know with their little cornfield like things. Like, I'm like, okay, Dude, just how Where's like. <laughs> And, and and not not only I'm I'm sorry I'm getting emotional bringing things up right okay. like, <laughs> and I'm like no why bring like you were it's not like they weren't there the year before like they clearly saw Omaha no. so unless the person that I just like, put yeah. that together on their social media team like had it you know what I mean I here's, don't know. The, here's the thing that annoys me about it it's like I'm not even like sweating the corn thing as much because 
I'm not, not I don't I don't sweat it because that's like yeah. it's not like I don't respect like Nebraska's like history of what it is and stuff. But like Omaha's like a major city. Like you can't be serious like you're going to Omaha and act like you're in the middle of nowhere, you know what I mean? Like o- Omaha's an event like a like a up and coming city. And the other part of it is you're from stores. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like are we not <laughs> gonna acknowledge that part of it like you already are you're in the cornfield like, from already like i was gonna i was gonna like do in stores that you can't yeah, yeah. do 10 times know. better in omaha you know look like, up omaha. look up store look up stores in omaha and tell me where you would have went to college i don't know i mean <laughs> i don't know man well, i don't even want to like seriously the chi has more people in it for an average game day than stores has in their whole city like that's their whole town hmm Talk and you, about you talk about you're going to a cornfield for this game. Like, what? And we beat them in both places. And what was happening with the corn in that, the in that graphic, too? Like, why is it, is it like falling from the sky? Or, <laughs> like, it's not even, uh, it's not like know, it's growing. Man. Like, it's already, it's just, it's just like in random places. Like, one was next to Sonogo's ear. Other ones were like, you. it was just like, what the, who made that? Like, why I would you, tell you, who greenlit that? I, I couldn't tell you. I would just I would have kept I would have kept it to just like the announcement of the game until you beat us even once. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's so funny because that tweet that tweet of theirs got more engagement like than any of their like we're ranked in the top 20 this week and stuff like that. Like any of their hype videos or their highlight reels, like the tweet that has the most engagement is them getting just mercilessly dunked on by Nebraskans. For acting like they're going to some hick town that's to play the Blue Jays. That's why, that's why I love. That's why I love Creighton. <laughs> they fans. just got I love, I, you all. I love you all who just come to Creighton. <laughs> like every every defense at every graphic for every Big East like yeah. Twitter engagement. They got roasted and then they got beat again and then like so. Yeah, it just wasn't a because like even people were coming. They were coming back to that tweet after the game, and like photoshopping Hurley with like a five and oh and five T shirt. Because remember, I they, loved it. I early loved made it. that t-shirt I loved, before the season. That's every four, part of it. Oh yeah, he made that t-shirt that says forty-five oh seven. So basically, it was like Creighton, the end of the Creighton Big East semifinal game, and then the whole Maryland game. And it was like their motivator, you know, like we're not letting. We're, this is not acceptable. We're not letting it happen. And then Creighton's <laughs> Creighton's beating them twice this year, replacing the whole starting five. <laughs> Didn't have Nemhar for the second one, and they still. <laughs> Whole new team. I'm just dying, dude, because UConn came in like acting big. You know, they were like, "Oh, we're." They were always talking. They yeah. were always talking. Like, yes, but it's 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 really funny that it's that it's gotten to zero and five. It's just it's it's really funny to me. Because it and it's fun because they're good. <laughs> that's the other part of it. I think, I think that is the thing. I think <laughs> that's the other part of it good. too. Is like they can't even say they can't. It's like they can't still play the well. We're still down card right now like this you know what i mean like creighton's five and oh against good yukon teams yeah. teams that are like supposed to be already there you know like ruled in the league and stuff like that like yeah creighton's even like, five for five against that because it's like it's in the games that they're all in they're all because they've all been close games that's just the fun about it one yeah. and then it's like because yukon's that team that just doesn't go away like right. say like whatever it is they just right. don't go away and like that's just if you look up this team, like in like the past two se- two years, like it's just kind of how they played. It, everyone has you know games, but it's funny because like 
they've all been physical battles too, just like what you yeah. want. Even like, like it, yeah. it's like it's because it, it's like and it's how they pull, they can't even like pull the it's yeah we just don't play like ourselves against Creighton. No. It's like no you do because like. <laughs> Like like Whaley hit a big big three down the stretch. And he's yeah. done that in games they've like when they beat in big games they've won. Like when yeah. they beat Providence, Whaley hit a big three down the stretch. RJ Cole had a like layup he wanted at the basket, and he just so happened to miss it at Creighton. Yeah, he didn't miss it at Providence. Like look it up. Like it's like they can't pull that card. So Nova, you uh, they didn't beat Providence. I mean Nova, sorry. Yeah, me. but uh. Yeah, it's true. Like Creighton hasn't had a game where they've splashed in like 15 threes against UConn yet. Like that that hasn't even that hasn't even happened yet. UConn hasn't experienced yeah. like Creighton's A game in a loss. What happened? And what it's still and it's still 0 and 5. Well, like, imagine next year if they roll into Omaha and like Creighton has like a 13 3 game. They're like, oh, that's what they were telling us about. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be so fun because it's gonna be like when they're ranked and like when they're like ranked in like the top five, so they can't even like pull it. It's like, oh, they did that to us when we weren't even. Nope. Right. It's yeah. gonna be when they're. It's gonna be when they're even better. Even still better. gonna beat them. This is like this was the year to get the Jays, like to get them, and that's what I mean. And right now, and with one game left, they're they have the tiebreaker for third place right now. All they have to do is beat Seton so, Hall yeah. or UConn loses, and it's third place Jays. Like when they were picked oh. eighth. The preseason poll. I'm telling you, do the like we talked about it last week, but the floor is like raised for it's 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 it has um, to be now, right? It has to be. Yeah, I hate to keep repeating myself, it but it's done now. Like it's over. It can't like it's been it, it's been that way now because and I'm glad we just like highlighted it all year long because it's been this way for too long now. Yeah. This, this, team, this like, team has and, won this team has won games without its head coach this year. This team has won games without its point guard this year. This team has won games with like, you know, this dude playing hurt, that dude sprained ankle. Like, they've won so many different ways when you don't think they should even have a prayer. And it's like a whole new team, man. And that's yeah. why it's like now it's like you have to they have to put some respect on Mac. Like they, mm-hmm. he's proven it. He's proven it now. Like it's proven. Yeah. Like you can't. You can't. No less than you can't be. No less than four now. Come on now. It's gonna get super annoying next year when they try to like justify like Hawkins and O'Connell being gone and uh like uh sixth maybe or something like five or whatever. Like, oh okay. No less than four. We're gonna keep the same energy. That's what I'm telling you, man. The coaches like you gotta stop it. Like I'm tired of I'm tired of the coaches True. like polls. Like we gotta True. we gotta stop. Um yeah. So yeah, uh, but the but but UConn <laughs> jumping on the uh, the corn narrative uh, got me curious about something we talked about earlier in the week. Was your experience up at up at Providence for the game um, last weekend? And uh, <laughs> I was just I can't even. I was just wondering if you had any thoughts about where UConn falls in in terms of Big East fan bases and if you had any type of like are they as bad as PC or is is Providence like still They're, number like, like number one in your mind? You I mean like it's different though because I can't it uh, PC is obviously number one in my mind. It, it's just it, it's just it's a it's a it's a it's a healthy like it's a healthy love hate kind of relationship I think would you because, would you would you hate Providence if you weren't a Creighton kid? Like if you were just a 
boy from the area, like, would you, would you feel that way about them? Or is it like, is it, is it like Blue Jay animosity you're carrying back to the, the East Coast with you? I think it has to be that. Okay. I think it has to be that. If we're being honest, it's just like, I'm just carrying Blue Jay animosity in there. And okay. I'm just like, come on, man. And it's just, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like in my experience at that game, I just feel like it's like they don't, they don't know. It's just crazy New England basketball fans, man. Like I've been around it my whole life. And so I just <laughs> know it. I know it all too well. They threw, so I think they I just, threw a whole ass beer on the court. Like, yeah, let's talk about that. So, like, at the end of that game, I, I posted it. I had, to, I had to take a video of it. They threw the student section, and because I got the luxury of sitting, and it's one of the only, like, Big East courses like this is where it's like, or no, it's, like, very actually, it's one of the only Big East courses. It's like Creighton where it's, like, the student section's right there, but they're a lot closer. Like, it's, like, right in front of you. And so their student section it was like loud, like, and then they at the end of the game, and they had it, it's been like they had to do this for I think the game, the Nova game, that Cooley like gets on the mic and has to say, like, fans, like, please like stop, like hold the celebration until after the game. Like, if we like please stop throwing things on the court, like, because they've been doing it like at the end of the year, like I guess this year. And so they a dude threw a full beer onto the court, like at the end of the game. That's why Cooley had to get on the mic this game. And I'm just like, man, a full beer. Like, just the logic in that is like, come on, man. Like, chill. Like, I don't know. So, PC, that's why it's just because I guess because I have this personal experience and fresh off it. They're, they're, they, 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 uh, that's the, that they're the number one right now. Yeah. I just don't, number one worse. You're 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 like about to like I mean I don't know how many how much beers run at the dunk but I just can't imagine if I'm on like a ten right now and it's like we're seconds away from storming the floor and like singing an entire Taylor Swift album in the next like ninety minutes and like oh, started, so it was their yeah, first Big East championship ever like they never won the regular season title before like why would hey. you waste a whole beer like that you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what probably, if you get ratted out by your people around you, you probably didn't even get to celebrate. You probably got like arrested. And I'm just like, yo, have y'all a moment and do y'all thing after the game. Like, but that's just like, saying. yeah, if you just wait, you can toss that beer everywhere. Us, yeah. Like, what? Us, Come on. Come why on. you? I don't. Why would you we're waste the whole beer that. like that in the game? Just out of the court? Like, what? No need. It would have been funny as hell if, like, Creighton declared like an unsafe environment and like the game got like postponed after postponed. the got there and they didn't and we, even count as a dub for Providence. No, because apparently when Creighton games um, and that okay, scheduled Creighton games that even are supposed to get postponed, don't get played. That's not the thing. <laughs> right. Are you? <laughs> I feel like I have to ask you, like, are you giving Providence credit for this Big East title? Like, Oh, I'm you, so glad you, you asked. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> well, I, I I got to, and so I gotta, of course I, I am. I'm not. It. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be a two over the top. But like, of course I am. But I'm just saying, like, there was no acknowledgement. I would. I, I would have liked a little bit of acknowledgement of this of year. The circumstances. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Just a little okay. bit. You wanted them to I become. You wanted like them to come correct there. in their path to the. Like, look, we had some lucky breaks, but we also won some big yeah. games when we needed to, made some big play. Like, you wanted a full acknowledgement of the entire 
of the entire. No, life. I just want no. I just wanted the whole like, you know, like yeah, like we know this was like not not like a regular Big East year because of like some COVID cancellations or just because of some you know unique things about this season. Yeah, but like I'm like, and I'm not trying to hate. I'm just like ha- y- y'all got your moment. Y'all y'all clearly got it. I'm not saying it's not, they're not the biggest regular season chance. I'm not saying that's not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is acknowledge just that like, Hey, these are unusual circumstances in which we won this, but Hey, we won it. Cause technically Ooh. the last leg, the last, you know, full season, Big East champ is still you. Are you, okay. are you, <laughs> you don't have you don't have to hype me no, up because Nova did the same shit last year. They they didn't play uh they didn't play Xavier at all. They didn't play UConn at UConn. Um, who else did they get again? Last year, I feel like last year. I think I think they, I think they missed two games against St. John's too, if I'm not mistaken. So last year, I think it was very very different because that was just no that was like. The pandemic year. Okay. I don't know. Am I? Am I? Am I tripping to just be like? No, I think that. I mean, yeah, the vaccines weren't out yet and all that. So yeah, you're. you're yeah, you know what I mean. So like, you're giving you're, just, you're giving that one a pass then. Yeah, because even if it was like I know we won this like a year after the pandemic, like still crazy like COVID cancellations, but we're grateful uh-huh. to be Big East champs. Cool. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Got I think it. I think I'm ready to put. I think I'm ready to put two asterisks on this thing. Like I, I'll give. Really? You gonna, gonna give? Gonna I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Nova one and Providence one. I love where you take it there. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say like we're when we when when we run back 2022 2023 next year. I'm like as far as I'm concerned, Creighton, Villanova, and Seton Hall are still Big East champs, and like let's go. Okay. All yeah. right. Let's rock. And, Cre- and right. Creighton's still like, Creighton's still the one seed like. Yeah, that's as far as I'm concerned. That's how we. That's how we're. That's how I'm running it back. Because Villanova played five fewer games than Creighton did last year, and like when I'm talking like barely percentage points beat them, I'm talking like it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like if, if Villanova loses two out of that five, and remember they lost Gillespie too. So if they lose two out of that five, that's Creighton's the champs again. But they didn't, so they got the trophy. Yada yada yada, and then Providence again this year. Like they're a game up on Nova right now, just one, and they're missing. They're missing a home game against UConn with a healthy Sonogo. They didn't play him. They didn't play Sonogo the first time. Uh, at Seton Hall, and then at Creighton, mm-hmm. those are the three they're missing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're only one game up on Nova right now. I Nova swept them. So I'm. I'm just saying, like. But I'm that's, that's on both of their on both of their titles. I am. I'm gonna. Do I just. It. I just don't know if I can do that yet because I just like. Why? Because when are the what? But when are the? But I'm just saying when are the, COVID restrictions gonna get banned? Because what if this goes on for years and it's just like, how, and even like, yeah, and even I if mean, it's not, and even if it's like doesn't stop teams from travel, how long until it stops teams from like, yeah. if guys get it that they can't travel or it can't be around the team or something you know yeah i, I just gotta see if there's like a i don't know so I, my, we, I, we gotta see how long that goes that's the only thing i'll say to that point yeah it just seems like it's been a while since that's been part of the con the uh conversation like when's the last time a game got canceled because of it when's the last time 
You know, it just feels like it's, it's yeah, in true. The, I feel like it's true. in the rear view mirror now more than it, so, yeah. more than it was when we got to this point last year. You know what I mean? Fair, so fair. It, it makes me think like we're like next year is going to be the normal season. I mean, we're, yeah. we're one more game away. Creighton's played in front of a full crowd the whole time. They have any no no attendance restrictions at all happened. We thought that might happen at some point. It didn't True. still 100 percent capacity. Um so yeah, I don't know, dude. I just I don't feel I just don't feel like handing out full credit to the Friars and Cats from the last two years because it's the reason I make fun of the Big Ten. The Big Ten plays this unbalanced schedule every every season in league play, and then they go into like the NCAA tournament, and then all their like top dogs get like knocked off, and they can't figure out why. And that's it's like I'm like because you rack up wins on weird ass schedules like you don't all play round robins double round robins you play like you know you'll have like a wisconsin going in as like a like a three seed or something like that every most years and they'll play like michigan once ohio state once like purdue twice illinois once like it's weird you know yeah so that's what i mean like double round robin i think is important because you get like a true home and home with this level of competition um everything's on a level playing field and I don't know, man, Nova and Providence just, I know how it makes people feel. I've, I've seen the dialogue. I've, I've stayed away from it for the most part, just because it's none of my business. Like it doesn't involve Creighton, you know? Uh, but it's hard. It's not like it, it. It's like you said, like, I just want some acknowledgement of the fact that I just I just want some acknowledgement of it. Yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Like Providence, Providence's season is over. It's all they're they're waiting for. Yeah. They have nobody left. They're they're they have a nine day break before the Big East tournament quarterfinals. That's it. That's their next game is March 10th. That's Let's crazy. Everyone else is gonna play twice in between then, dude. That's crazy. It you is you tell me that's not that's lucky weird. to get a 10 it's to get just... a nine day break right now. Are you kidding me? Everybody you in the country would be like, please and thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wouldn't and there's no knowledge. Remember when we yeah. had Mitch on last year? How he talked about, like, how he saw some of those teams who had, like, those three-week, two- or three-week pauses and how they came out looking at the second half of the year. Baylor, Gonzaga, oh, sure. all those teams. Even, yeah, even why Baylor was the national yeah. championship. Yeah. Team, right? And he said, he, said playing, he said playing against Gonzaga, he felt like they were super, like they were the fresher team. Because they hadn't been in, on a grind as long as Creighton had been on a grind. You know what I mean? Like, he felt like Creighton was more worn down and that it could have been a more competitive game had they been on, like, the same, you know, schedule yeah. of practice, practice, play type of situation. So that's why I'm like, Providence has a nine-day break for the Big East tournament. And then, the, and then like, I feel like it's a crazy advantage. <laughs> like, it's just another break, another one of those lucky breaks they've had this year. I don't know why we can't acknowledge that. Yeah, it's 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 unfair. It's like why it's like because the Big East is a is a beast, especially when you play so many games. Like, and it's why you ultimately end up with an injury. Like, because if you have to do your last road trip when they did theirs, when they went from Providence to I mean Saint Saint John's, excuse me, geez, Saint John's to Providence, like at this point in the year, it's a tough road trip. Yeah, you know. And to lose a player like that, it's like, uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you're gonna take it there. I'm glad you're gonna take it there. I'll take it there with you now. Yeah, good. 
glad we glad we can find some common ground there. Asterisks <laughs> for Villanova and Providence. Wear them proudly. Um, let's transition to the women's game. The Big East Women's Basketball Awards were released today. What well, we're here for the preview. Let's uh, go. We got some. We got some opinions. So yeah, man. Let me just run down what happened real quick. Let me pull it up. Make sure I'm giving everybody their their flowers real quick. Got to shout out our guy. That's what we're here for. Oh, we're gonna. Nobody some, give nobody want to give him his love. That's what, I have that's some what thoughts. we're here for, man. So yeah, Big East Player of the Year was Maddie Seegers from Villanova. No shock there. She was gonna share it at worst. Um, She's balling. She's balling. Yeah. I mean, she's second in the country. Screen behind only Kate and Kaylin Clark. So she's been a baller. Um, Anissa Morrow, Big East Freshman of the Year. That's not a shock at all. She's going to be the National Freshman of the Year, barring something absolutely insane. So it only makes sense that she's the Big East Freshman of the Year. Broke records every yeah. week. Yeah. Um, I'm 41 and 18 against Kate in the last <laughs> day of the year. Whoa. That girl. Broke records every week. She was That girl was. That girl was starving when she came to Omaha. Um, Nika Mule from UConn is Defensive Player of the Year. Lauren Jensen from Creighton and Leora Garzon from Villanova are Most Improved Player. Uh, yeah. Molly, Sixth Woman of the Year. Sniper off the bench for the Jays. Yeah. Uh, biggest Coach of the Year, Denise Dillon from Villanova. We'll circle back to that in a second. Um, <laughs> all Big East first team. It's a 10-team how do you feel about a 10-player first team, first of all? How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, it's not. No feelings either it's way. It's cool. It's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. Uh, people people uh, hate it. It's like unanimously scorned. You don't You don't mind it, though. Uh, I mean, I don't I really. What it, like, I guess what does that indicate? Is well, it, it's, ten no, play, like, it's a 10-player first team. It's a five-player second team, and then two honorable men. Oh, wow. They honor, they honor 17 players. And then they have an all-freshman team, so 22 all league team basically yeah no i feel like it's a lot of players. yeah no that's i feel like that because that's to be completely honest i feel like that's like they're doing that just to, to not hurt girls yes. feelings like yes. like because they're like oh girls can't take it i don't know i would like i would like to consult i would like to consult with like um like how girls actually they're like players feel about that but i can't i can't I thought, feel like I thought, like I thought that's that. what I was doing by asking a player to. You, you got feel about it. You got that. You got you're the that. player. That's you're the saying. player on this podcast. I thought that's what I was doing. A women's player. I don't. I've never been. I've What's the difference? A you're a hooper. Player. Like you're. A ho- would you want to be a? All right. I think they should do. I, saw, I, think I feel like five so player first like, team. All right. Well, I would. I, if if I'm a hooper and I have to get my hooper opinion on it, I feel like it's you, not what I know is traditional. So I wouldn't like okay. it. You are. A, what do you mean? If you're a hooper, you are a hooper. That's what you. That's what I want to. That's what one of the, the podcasts was going to be Hooper and okay. first. Like, remember? <laughs> it's true. true. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they should do like a five player first, second, and honorable mention team. And then they should do all freshmen and all defense, five team, five players on that, each of those. And that's what they should leave it at. But right. I don't get to make these decisions. So, anyway, uh, all, for, all Big East first team, 10 players uh, Olivia Nelson Adoto and Kristen Williams from. UConn, Emma Ronsick from Creighton. Yeah, yes, sir. Sonia Morris and Anissa Morrow from DePaul. Lauren Van Clunen from Marquette. Leilani Correa from St. John's. Lauren Park Lane and Sydney Cooks from Seton Hall. And then Maddie Segrist from Villanova, obviously unanimous because she was the player of the year. 
And then second team is Caroline Ducharme from UConn, Lauren Jensen from Creighton, Lexi Held from DePaul, Andre Espinosa-Hunter from Seton Hall, and Leora Garzone from Villanova. And then honorable mention was Deja Church from DePaul and Janae Crooms from Providence. And then to round it out, the all-freshman team, Caroline Ducharme, AZ Fudd from UConn, Anissa Morrow from DePaul, Kylie Shepard from Providence, and Lucy Olson from Villanova. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think the only thing that's, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's probably going to be biased, but like Tatum Rimbaud didn't get any love, and it's her last chance to get some love. So I kind of feel bad about that for her because she had a, she's had a great season. Like she's second in the Big East in assists per game. Um, she's top twenty in win shares. So. What they honor here, seventeen players. She's in that category, um, and she's fourth in the country in assist turnover ratio. Like, she doesn't score at like a high enough clip to you know. So like the points per game aren't where you want. Like you know that's that's usually the first category that coaches love to see, right? But I mean, she's been such a dynamic point guard because you know she can score. It's just that she's got better more efficient scores around her so she'd rather like rack up dimes at a historical rate for creighton so and that's what she's been doing and i just don't know i don't know i don't know how many point guards in this league have been better than her you know you can argue lauren park lane because she leads the league in assists and she scores and she shoots the ball well but other than that no one you know what i mean that's it so she didn't get any love her senior year so it's like you know she kind of just has to be She's going to be like Sydney Lamberty where she just like gets lumped into this underrated category where, you know, she's going to lead. She's going to be the point guard on a NCAA tournament Creighton team, but she's not going to get any love from the league's coaches for her performances. You know, that's too bad. I don't know how much they care about that stuff, but it's too bad in my opinion, because I think you should get some due yeah. for your performance. You know what I mean? I think she fell victim to like the like coaches of like she's just on the way out. not. Like the new thing, not like a gonna be uh, in the league thing. Not it clearly can't be per- based on what she has done. Like yeah. I think you highlighted that very well. Like I don't think it clearly can be based on what she has done. So um, I think that's just she fell victim to them coaches like thinking or the, whoever the, whatever the voters thought. Like it was clearly wasn't based on what she done. It was about like her like being like in her senior year, I guess, and like on the way out. So I don't know. Yeah, if you look at what she done, like you highlighted it well, so I guess that's what it is. Yeah, it's tough. The one I'm really uh, up in arms about though is the coach of the year. Yeah, no, I I I said that. I think we have to like look at that because it's just like I don't know, man. Creighton, like they didn't like lose this year. Like they just like they were picked six. Know. They finished. A half game in the loss column back of and this is where this 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 like these these unbalanced years piss me off because rolling, they were a half game back of nova in the loss column but nova didn't have to play yukon the second time <laughs> so it's like what that's that's an l you know what i mean that's an l that's i don't know nova man. nova here so so denise denise dylan is the coach of the year at nova right she's got the player of the year in maddie secrets like okay if you got the player of the year and the coach of the year, how are you not the league champ? I think, you know what I'm saying? 
Like if you're going to get both of those, those are the most prestigious awards in the league, aren't they? Yeah. Don't you think I, uh, player yeah. of the year and coach of the year are the two most prestigious yeah. I, like awards, I, yeah. right? So, yeah. And I think if it's you, like, you sweep that, how are you not the league champ? And then they, exactly this, they, you, beat, they beat UConn. They beat UConn, yeah. right? So that's the, that's the win. Everybody's like, oh, my God. You know, ended UConn's massive winning streak. Mm-hmm. UConn had three players on the all-conference team. Two of them didn't play in the game. They lost to Nova. So what? I mean, they played together. They played both times. They played Creighton. Um, and they they beat. They, sw- they split with DePaul, right? But they, right. The, the time they beat DePaul, DePaul didn't have Sonia Morris, another all-first-team player. Creighton had to play Sonia Morris both times, full-strength DePaul. So it's like, and the second time that Creighton lost to DePaul, Creighton didn't have Morgan Molly, who's the sixth woman of the year. So it's like, you see what I'm talking about? The circumstances yeah. for Villanova were more favorable than they were for Creighton. Creighton's schedule was harder. And then Denise Dillon's the coach of the year because she finishes a half game ahead of Creighton in the loss column due to the fact that she didn't play UConn a second time, which would have been a loss, which would have mean, which would have meant that both of them would have finished 15 and five in the standings. And then you go back to the preseason poll. Nova was picked ahead of Creighton, so they would have tied. So how did Flan not get the benefit of the doubt there? Because of a half game when Nova didn't play UConn again? That's a that's an L. They're both 15 and five. They're both 15 and five for all. Like they're not beating UConn a second time. Shut up. So why did she no get the love. benefit of the doubt there? No love. And it makes me wonder no if Flan would have even got it if they had finished second. Would they have? I'm kind of curious now. I don't think you would have. All I know is now, because this is where I'm going. With this, there's 11 teams in the Big East, right? Right. Six active coaches have won the Coach of the Year award in this league. Flan is not one of them. Flan's not one of them. He hasn't won it. He never won it in the NBC either. He's never won a Coach of the Year award. So, and I don't know how Butler's Butler is Butler is one in 25 this year, Jordan. They're the they're like one of the ten worst teams in an all of college basketball. Okay, their coach, who's currently coaching this roster, it has a coach of the year award as of two years ago. He won it, and Flan still doesn't have one. No you know what I'm saying? Marquette's Marquette has had two For different coaches. On our guy. <laughs> Jordan's just done. He doesn't even like have anything to say. Marquette has had two separate coaches win coach of the year since realignment. Seton Hall's got a coach of the year award. Villanova's got two coach of the year awards. UConn just came in the league last year and Gino won it. Butler's got one and they're one in 25 with this dude. He's got a coach of the year award, dude. He's going to get shit canned at the end of this miserable season they've had. And he's Plan got a coach never. of the year on his never. In the Big East. Plan would never. Push you know how many NCAA me. tournament wins? Uh, how many NCAA tournament wins? How many coaches in this league have won NCAA tournament games at their current school? Guess how many? Just, just see if you can guess. Four. Now I have to make sure. One. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's three. Doug Bruno, DePaul, uh, yeah. Gino, obviously at UConn, yeah, Gino yeah. So two, so Gino Oriema, Doug Bruno, two Hall of Famers. They're they're yeah. Hall of Famers. Like, I knew. Yeah, 
I knew that. And then, I knew and then that the one. other one, and then the other one is Jim Flannery. <laughs> the other one's Jim Flannery. That's three. That's it. So the three, the three coaches in this league that have won NCAA tournament games plural at their current school as a member of the Big East: Gino Oriema, the greatest women's basketball coach of all time, Hall of Famer; Doug Bruno, Hall of Famer; Jim Flannery, the guy who has inexplicably never been awarded a coach of the year in any season he's had NBC big East ongoing now. How is this shit a reality? Like why? And he ain't going to wow. win it next year either. You know why? Cause everyone's going to think this Creighton squad is super nice next year. And they're going to pick them like second or third in the preseason. And they're going to finish second or third, unless they figure out a way to get over the page Becker's hump. And they're not going to win coach of the year. Cause all the, all he's going to do is, you know, level off his uh, preseason expectations. No, so he's not winning the next year. So when's he going to, when's, when is the big East going to give my man some love? I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> Jordan, you're with me though, right? I'm not just random. I'm with you. I'm riding with you. I just don't, I don't think if you look at this year, I don't think there is a year you can like, look at in totality and not say that he shouldn't have won coach of the year. Right. If any year, was it going to be it? It was this year, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And especially like we're talking about with like all, like just the unfairness in like how Creighton's schedule just stacks up against all like, especially the winners of each department, especially how the winners of like these awards, like Mm -hmm. it's stacking up. Yeah. Cause Mac's not going to win it either. Right. Yeah, Matt's yeah. not, Matt's not gonna win at, it on the men's side. Right. No, no, and it's just like looking at like I'm just like obviously looking at what he's done and like looking at what both coaches have done. Yeah, it's like I don't know if any other coach could have done that. How many games has Providence lost in Big East play on the men's side? Three, two to yeah. Nova. Yeah, three. And, is it three? Who they also lose to besides Nova? Marquette. Oh yeah, that's right, Marquette. How could I forget that? Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. So yeah, they've lost three games. So they're three games back of Creighton with, and the three games they're not going to play are, you know, toss ups, right? Yeah. But Ed Cooley's, I mean, and, and honestly, the I, and, I stacks I, out right now. Ed Cooley deserves Coach of the Year because they're yeah. lead champs, you know. But Mac was finished, I, finished below them two, I think two spots, but not one spot below them, but but like you know, distant. And he's not those guys, man. Coaching the and, and, and I'm not saying, and, and I'm not trying to say that uh, Cooley doesn't deserve it. Just pick yeah, one. me either. I think he, I, you know, I, I'm fine with that, but I'm just saying, yeah, if you're looking at it like that, we have to, yeah, we just have to highlight these things. It's what we do. Yeah. Let's uh, tackle some questions, shall we, before we wrap up? Oh, I love that. Let's get are it. You, still, you know, are you still with favorite me part. I'm always with you. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm always I'm I'm riding with you into this Big East tournament. I'm riding with you into the NCAA tournament this year. Let's go. I wasn't sure if I was ranting too much for you on the last one. Um how, how would that be too much? Come on. Uh, yeah, our first our first question comes to us from Jahens, the GOAT. Uh yes, sir. Need, Big need, 12 energy. Big 12. I need an in-depth analysis on how Kalkbrenner took over the game last night. I mean, we kind of highlighted it pretty well. Fundamentals, right? Like it was just that was man. just big man doing. It was the, just doing like the, the Creighton offense. He ran the he, he 
he did his thing. Like he ran the floor. He was banging in there. He actually started, yo, he put moves on he down there. Like he had a little shimmy finish. Like I, it was, I don't know if this is the breakdown that would have wanted, but like, I think, um, I just would think for real, like he capitalized when he saw like that the, he could get a bucket in transition from running the floor that he saw that he could, you know, once rolling in hit those screens in the offense. And if guys were going to hit him, he was like finishing. And he was like, they were going in. So he just kept, kept to it. So, yeah, I don't know. It yeah, was just, it was, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. And it was fun to watch him be confident, gain confidence and just like actually be like, no, I'm going to get a bucket right now. And, you know, don't that shit. And like, feel like he was like, I'm, I'm here and just screaming shit. Like it was to, like, he felt like he was a presence and like, he made it happen, man. Jordan's just hyped all over. Jordan's just hyped all over again. Yeah, I mean, it was just like he's he's uh, he's obviously like really long and he's got a lot stronger and he's really fundamentally sound. Like his footwork is great. He uses his lower body really well. He uses his length really well at the rim. Like UConn was dog crap against at the rim yesterday. Um, He's but you know the other thing. You know the other thing is like, and they mentioned it in the post game too. Is like his conditioning because he did. He did. He played the mm. entire second half. Did not come out and look how fresh he was at the end of that thing. That's impressive for a guy his size. To, I mean, it's one thing to play the whole second half, but to have your best uh, part of it come at the tail end of the half or game, if you will. That's that's when you should be most tired. And that's when he was like the more he looked fresher than anybody on UConn's team, which was crazy oh, yeah. to me because he played thirty-five plus minutes yesterday, including the all the last twenty. He didn't sit for a single second in the second half, and he just those last six and a half minutes, he was by far and away the best player on both ends of the floor. Like Sunogo couldn't get deep post position against him. Nobody could get any clean looks at the rim against him, and then guarding him like. He was getting deep post touches. He was setting ball screens, getting in on ball screens real quick and getting those slips to the rim. He was rim running in transition, like you said before. I mean, it was like, it was the total package. He did everything that his skill set that he's got in his back. He did it all. He protected the rim on defense. He imposed himself, like, offensively on the rim. He put pressure on the rim. Um, he set ball screens really well. He moved really well in and out of them. He got deep post position against Sonogo. Uh, he rebounded well. Like, he had six boards in the last, like, six and a half minutes. Recording in progress. My bad. Technical difficulties. We back. I was in the middle of a Ryan Kalkbinner, uh, you know, just like. Yeah, I was, break, I was breaking down what he did to whip UConn's ass yesterday, last night. So, uh, yeah, so I think I'm just going to, since I forgot where I left off uh, after some time that we won't, dis- we, some undisclosed time away. Yeah, we won't uh, talk about how long it was. <laughs> it's fine. But I'm, I'm going to bring Jordan back into the mix. Before he I remember I remember the energy we were kind of putting out there. So yeah. I got okay. you because I remember I was, we were, we were kind of going on like, a, you know, we deserve our respect thing. And so I think also it's not like we, we, we've touched on this before, but like he also, Ryan needs to get some respect on his name for like defensive player of the year this year. 
Yeah, because because uh, Creighton go, defense in the league, right? So that there has to be oh yeah, there has to be an individual responsible for that in a big way, right? It's not like always. In just a year where it's down with you know wing defenders weren't what they were. Yeah. You know, like in twenty. Well, wing wing so. defenders and wing wing scorers. Like there's not even if you had like a dynamic For wing sure. defender, there's not like a guy that there's not like a three or four all American level players who need to be locked down like that. You know what I mean? Like when Ty right. got robbed. Fair point. So, yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Plus Creighton's owed a DPOI. Man, talk about it. <laughs> talk about it. That talk is, about that, it. If we're gonna throw asterisks, if we're gonna take it there, if we're gonna throw asterisks on seasons and shit like that, might as well but be like, should, um, hello. But after after we made so much noise about Gil being like some shot blocker who, you know, just was a shot blocker, like, are we being hypocrites or does just Cockbender deserve? Mm, I don't think so. Cockbender deserves Ty's award, basically. Like, no, I don't think it's Cobra. Cobra just deserves his recognition. Like, again, it's just the recognition, man. Like, let me see some votes. Like, where is, like, at least, like, oh, he's runner-up. Like, yeah. Especially, like, even with Flan. Coaches, like, there's coaches Flan? voting this year. So, is he going to – how much love do you think he gets versus, like, a – Not enough. Ike, Ike Obiato Not enough. Or Justin Minaya or – Not enough. Not enough? Not enough. You already, you already said you already think he's not going to get enough. What do you think he's going to finish? Like, do you think he's going to finish third? Like, you think they're actually give him to third? He'll, he'll get like, well, I'll be like, like really fourth or something. I don't think it matters. I don't think we ever know who finishes second or third in that type of situation. But I think we just know the winner, and then we assume, you know, we make our arguments. Uh, based on how could it not be? I, I agree. I agree with you though. I don't know how you can't give it to Kaufmaner because. I mean, clearly he's he's got the most impact on the best defense in the league. So doesn't that just go kind of hand in hand with what the player of the year argument is? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't give player of the year awards Fair. to, like, scrub-ass teams. That's, you know what I mean? Do you? That's it. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. So, but- so if POI is, like, Gillespie, which it should be, then Nova's like, you know, a game behind Providence in the standings and they swept the Friars and et cetera. They, you know, split with Nova, split with Creighton. Um, like there's team success and they're an elite offensive unit because of him, right? So that right. same logic kind of applies to what you're saying about Kalkbender, I think, in that Creighton elite, elite defensive, defensive team and he's the elite defender. The yeah, yeah. There it goes. There yeah. it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. We got there. We got there. We we yeah. we. Sorry, we had to take you guys down the yellow brick road. To, yeah. He should be defensive player of the year. But anyway, okay. we have. Wait, wait. What was this? Yeah, because we had. There was another question I saw. No, so. there's more. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at. Yeah. It. Sorry. Uh, yeah. this is a question comes from. I think this is your burner. Is this your burner? Oh, I have a good where which this one? Is like your, this is like your super fan. Every time you tweet something or I tweet something, this account is like uh, right there ready to rock. This account I think they have us is, on alert. This is my this is these are my people. These this is your people? people? All right. Okay. All right. It's like one thing I'm excited for is, the is there's no pressure on this Creighton team in March. The sweet sixteen barrier is broken, and in years yeah. past, it feels like 
we've been the hunted and now we can be the hunters. Um, do you guys think that plays a part or is it just me? See, all right, I'm going to take this in a weird direction. I don't know about that, but I will say that it's just like, I don't know about it in the sense of like Sweet 16 barrier being broken. And oh, it definitely like broken. Being hunt, hunt, yeah, no, for sure. I don't know, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, if it I just don't feel like this team, I definitely feel like this Sweet 16 barrier has been broken. And I don't, I don't know about the hunted. I don't know if we were, what do you, I don't know what it meant by hunted. What is that? Can you break that down for me? How do you interpret that? I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily. I've never felt hunted. I don't, I don't, I don't think I, 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 don't think I agree with that premise. I think, I think because of the sweet 16 barrier, there's been a tightness to assert to Creighton team. I think there's a, teams. I'll change, I'll change hunted to disrespected. All right. Disrespected. If it was disrespected, I would say, yeah. Um, I don't think, I don't think that. Do much. I think it, do, the, 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 Plays a part, uh, no pressure. I'll break that down, and I'll say, like, I don't think this team feels like they, they, they're just, like, wanted to – they, they kind of just went out here this year and were like, we're going to hoop and try to be the best, like, team we can be, and that's why they've been so impressive. They haven't been, like, really trying to compare themselves to anybody else or, like, be like, oh, we need to be like last year's team or anything like that. Uh, I think they, like, are their own – Whole new entities, so yeah, yeah. And I, I think I, I know I, I, I get what you're saying there. The here's the, here's where I think um, there's something maybe to that, to this the the, the point that this uh, questioner is trying to make. Um, this team isn't going to go into the NCAA tournament with any expectation. There's not going to be a baseline. Like even if they go one and done, it's not like, oh, that was a failure. Because this team wasn't supposed to make yeah. the tournament necessarily. Yeah. It was it was kind of a what if, you know, like can enough things fall? Yeah. It's so funny too because it's like can they get enough breaks to go their way to find themselves in the NCAA tournament with this young of a team? And the exact opposite happened has happened, and yet they found themselves in the NCAA tournament in all likelihood. Again, it's not set in stone, but we feel like it's set in stone. Again, they haven't had any of those breaks go their way. Like they've had they've had none of them. They've had you know, players out for the year at major positions. They've had their coach out for two games. Like they've had, they haven't which had is, those breaks, and they're still there. Almost, so I think they're going to. So they're going to go into this tournament with like house, excuse me, house money. You know what I mean? No, which is almost why. Yeah, no, which is almost why it's like annoying. It's frustrating again to be a Creighton fan because it's like we have to you, you like. We get there, but it's like we played a, the toughest Biggie season. Like it's like we, <laughs> for most of both of the years, really. It's like yeah, you make it through, but went through it. Went through the most grueling schedule in the mall. It feels like the. Uh, I'm trying to think of a team that made it when they weren't really expected to, and that it was just like they could just let it rip in the tournament. God, I don't know if it goes all the way back to Coach Huss or not. I mean, yeah, like I kind of feel like that. I don't know. That, you know, back when Huss was playing, I think, uh, God, I'm trying to remember that, that, that team's expectations because I don't want to step in it. But I don't feel like, I feel like that end of that year, you know, they played 
uh, Steve Francis in Maryland, like a badass Maryland team, dude, in the second round. And I just remember the vibe around that game being like, whatever. You know what I mean? I don't, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Just play, just do your thing. And you've already given Creighton fans like the year that they dreamed of. So it doesn't matter if, if Stevie franchise, like, you know, and one mixtapes everyone on the roster and just like has a day. You know what I mean? Cause like that was, like, you know, I'm sure there was like a part of, you know, people were like, you know, keep how long can the magic go? But also, you know, once it, reality set in that Maryland wasn't going to get beat that day, uh, that it was like, yeah, all right, we're, we're still like, that was still a, a, a very good year, Creighton, good job. Like, we're not disappointed at all, you know what I mean? Like, I think this team might be the first one since then that can say that because they're going to go into the tournament, like, kind of in job well done mode. From a, I, I don't want to say from the player's perspective or the coach, but like, I'm not gonna yeah. say that. No, I, we, they, yeah. they want like that. They they have like we like, not we not on some jobs not finished. Like yeah, sure, we know sure, we understand. Sure, yeah. yeah, I get I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. From but, the observer's perspective, yeah, Creighton season into its proper context of everything they went through and everything they had from an expectation standpoint coming into it, it's been a resounding success in my opinion. Like I don't, it's been absolutely. one of be- Max best coaching jobs, if not his absolute best. Um. There's lots of individual performances along the way that I think are going to be remembered for a long time. And I just don't know what, you know, if you say this team's going to the NCAA tournament, what do you say? Like they need to win X, Y, Z. Like, I just don't think there's going to be that expectation because I think this, you know, I just think if you, if they, whatever they do in the tournament, most people are just going to be, you know, kind of impressed that they made it this far. So agree. In that aspect, I kind of agree with the with the question, with the premise of the question that there's there's no pressure from this point on with this team. I think they can just let it rip. Like they're they've done they've done the job basically. Like the pressure should be off them the rest of the way. I don't think anybody expects like them to win. It. I don't think anybody expects them to win the Big East tournament. I don't think anybody expects them to win For sure. to go to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament or further than that. So from that point of view, I think there's no pressure on this group compared to last year where there was a ton of pressure on that group, like so much pressure. You could feel it. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. sure. And that, I mean, in comparison, yes. In comparison, yes. Yeah. And then one, also once, once coach us's team won that NCAA tournament game, it like set the baseline too. You know what I mean? Cause they made it because they were, they went to the NIT the year before that. And then they won the, um, MVC conference tournament title to make it to the to the NCAA tournament, and then they won a game in the tournament that first year, and then uh, lost to Maryland in the second okay. round. So that's why getting past the second round was always like kind of like, you know, that little wall that got set up there because that was also the year that Gonzaga broke through, um, as a ten seed and uh, made it all the way to the Elite Eight. Yeah. So it was like these two Jesuit programs that both were on the come up in the same year. And the Zags went all the way to the Elite Eight. Creighton got stopped in the second round. And ever since then, the Zags have always been able to, like, be a second weekend and beyond type of team. And Creighton's been the team that never could break through that second round barrier. You know what I mean? So that's why he talks about the the barrier being gone. I agree it's broken for sure. Um, but I don't think this year has any pressure to reach to, like, reach the Sweet 16. So it's set as the baseline permanently. You know what I mean? I think this group is... 
has done a really good job. And um, no matter what happens from here on out, it's a successful season, I think. Agreed. Agreed. Cool. Uh, next question. What do we got? Um, are you surprised uh, Fizel gets so many minutes, even in crisis? Have they fit crisis? Uh, can he and the Ryans be on the court together at the same time? Um, I mean, I guess based on my preseason predictions, I'm surprised he's not getting very minutes because I thought he yeah. was potentially going to split the, the, most, yeah. the 40 with Colt and that did not play out how I thought it was going to. That was a foolish one on my part. Uh, I mean, I think there's, I, I guess I was surprised he didn't um, play in the second half last night, considering how good I thought he played in the first half. So that's a little bit of a surprise, maybe, since that's the question. That, that was the word they chose. Um, can he and the Ryans be on the court at the same time? No, I know. Keyshawn's a, a five, Ryan's a five. <laughs> that's, I chalked that one up too. That's not uh, the, my my simple answer to this question is Ryan had the game like his best game like last night. What do you mean? I, yeah, I think, like, that's true. Why are we? That's, yeah, why that's, are we that's all we have to. Yeah. That's all we have to say. Like I, I wish be... Ryan played like he played more. I wish actually that you, you played more. He just did that for the whole game. Like he actually 40, 40 minutes. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's just that happened. Sorry, like Keyshawn's still gonna play. Big part yeah. in the rest of the game. So good thing is we got more. He was uh he was well, there's three games left in the season at minimum, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at minimum. Yeah. So why are you got trying more to take, ball? Yeah, you don't want to take like call. You're trying to take that man's minutes. <laughs> don't take my man's minutes. He didn't even play. They got three games left in his collegiate career, yo. Yeah, I don't know. No. They can't play. No, they can't play together. <laughs> That's that'd be weird. Yeah, no, I mean, like, maybe no, maybe yeah. in the Big East tournament, if Mac wants to just like try some weird stuff, because it's They're like down by it, 40, yeah, 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 just some weird. Yeah. Out. Hey, let's uh, start getting blown out. Let's have Key set a four or five ball screen with Kalkbenner, and if they switch it, Key can shoot a three. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's I'm trying to imagine how it would play out because last night it was Art and Kalkbrenner, you know, in the in those four or five ball screens and they were switching them and then Kalk was or uh, Kaluma was like taking Sonogo to lunch basically. Yeah, lunch and he was going just downhill Bill, <laughs> downhill Bill, like shake get off this ball right. street. You know, you he got hyped being in the like being back home and like playing off after injury, like being like, yeah, no, I'm gonna just I'm gonna get right right now. Let me go downhill, Bill, off all these ball screen actions in transition, do it all. Love it. All right, Jordan, how are we wrapping this up? What do you? What's on your mind? Man, I have to give the full breakdown. I guess I love the last my 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 I I teased it on the radio yesterday so i had to just give the full breakdown of the list if if nothing before we get off here oh you wrote of my full rankings okay yeah i got a whole ass rankings all right okay my fan base my fan base like big like the you have do you have like some some uh bullet point explanations for why they're ranked the way they are too or i do okay i do i do i do i do i don't know we don't have any theme music for this so i'm just gonna like 
I don't know how I'm going to tee it up, but without further ado, here is um, Jordan Scurry's. Uh, 2022. Are you going like a 10 through 2022 one? 2022 fan bases. My uh, just worst fan bases to me this year. Just oh, you're just picking. To me. Okay. So it's not it's not a ranking. No, it's obnoxious. Thing. And I'll explain why. I'll explain why. Right. So obviously we know. I had to release. I can go in backwards order for the people. I can make it pretty easy. So yeah, um, you should go back. To, I think you should save the worst for last is what you should do. Okay. So, I mean, we know the worst. The worst is pc to me this year this is we're gonna do it we can break this down every year i can do this every year i can tell you the fan base i'm most annoyed with every year i don't know if people care but i don't know it's not some people do and i'm gonna do it so that's it yeah Um, usually it's more of a positive positive boys type of situation like oh no 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 i gotta do it but so it's my new thing and we'll see how it goes okay (laughs) so everyone knows the one Coming in number one is this year for P- is going to be PC for no acknowledgement, no acknowledgement. That is that is going to be the first reason, and this the the reason the way the breakdown it goes, it's just like the most obnoxious. Like like, in in my experience, I don't like I like I don't care what you say about my list because it's just my list. Like you can have your own list and that's fine. Who are you, who are you talking this to? This is right? mine. The people. This is the people. The people okay. that want this list. Okay. 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 And so, like, PC is gonna be like feels like you're one. talking to you Providence. Fans. It feels like you're talking to Providence fans right now. Like you're reading. I am, I am, and I hope, I hope, I hope one day this <laughs> I get so big that they do listen to this and come back to this all the time. So yeah, number one, PC. I hope this costs you like a corporate job one. <laughs> Where I do too, I do too. I hope, I hope there's a CEO one day when I want to when, when I want gonna... this job that that there's a there's a PC CEO who's in the stands at that game who doesn't hire me. Because of this rant, here we go. I don't care. Like, here we go. You got like two kids. I actually, I actually don't. I actually don't want to work for you. I don't want to work for you. I swear to you. If you, if you, if you are a Fortune 500 company, I don't care. Like owner, I don't care. I don't want to work for you. If you were like in the stands of that game, so PC self sabotage cool, years it. in the making. <laughs> Creighton, obviously, like best. I'm just gonna put the disclaimer. Creighton, best fans. Why? Just like least obnoxious like know how to win like like actually like val like just are actually like involved in understanding like what it takes to like win games and like like be a good fan base that's it okay cool great one and then i'll go after like create not as obnoxious not obnoxious because again gotta know how to win right is is it's nova nova comes in just a little after creating right okay. And then I know, like, now, knowing how to win. Base, so Nova's it's like, I, does have I lump incident, though. They do have that, that viral. They do like, have that. They have the, inc- yeah, no, bad. they for sure have. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But, and then, okay. But, like, the way I'm ranking this, I guess it's just, like, um, I guess I'm ranking it because it's just, like, to be obnoxious. Like, fa- there's uh-huh. certain fans Fans like I'm, ba- I'm basing it on that much like obnoxiousness. This, this sounds like, like the order of knowing how to win. Order of likelihood you'd punch these people in the face is what this sounds like more and more as you talk about it. Like, uh, kinda, yeah. yeah. If you actually want to break it down that way, I'm just picking. Yeah, up no, that's pretty down. good. It sounds like that's pretty good. Thing. That's pretty good. Okay, but like we got to continue on the list so we okay, can wrap sorry. it up for the people because like so the middle section's like kind of interesting. 
because like I lumped these schools all in together. And I think it's just like a Midwest thing, but you got to go like, I say like Marquette, like not really, cause never really been obnoxious to me. I mean, like never really had too much shit to say. Uh, I feel like we win there a lot too. Like they have to put some respect on like, you know, teams that win at their place. They're never too, too much. I don't really have a problem with Marquette fans. I don't, I can't say I've ever really come across problems with a Marquette fan like that. I really can't. And then like Butler kind of the same way, but like, I do remember, like, it's just a weird place to play too. So I don't like their fans. Cause I feel like they don't understand what it's like actually like to have a certain like arena. That's not just a barn. And like, they <laughs> cherish their little barn and that's cool. And I, I'm, I'm glad I got to play there. I'm not trying to hate on that level, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. And then we got like the other, I guess it's like this Midwest bunch I have in the middle here. Cause then it's like Xavier, like Xavier fans, like their student sections behind, like where the bench is. And so they chirp. Yeah. Like, but, and like, I have, like we're getting towards the like fan sections. Like, I guess I have a problem, a problem with like a little bit, but like they're there. And so like, uh, yeah, never really been that much of it. Uh, actually I have to flop this. <laughs> Put Georgetown, put Georgetown and DePaul in this midsection. Yeah. They're like the two that I can't really figure out where to put because I just don't. You've never, the you've, section, never, you've never seen one of their fans before. That's yeah. Like, so, like, I think that's the midsection empty, I have to, like, empty put Empty chairs in the arena where you go. Yeah, we might have to, like, Avernus. we might have had to, like, we might have had to, like, put them off the list. They might have to just been excluded from I the agree. list. I agree. I don't even know where to put them. The, yeah, I'm the, actually, I don't think Georgetown and DePaul belong on the list because they don't really. Yeah, we're going to just take them off the list because I, like, literally skipped them. Sorry. Okay. Really? List, list spoiler. List spoiler. That would be more and so, All right. All right. And five. then we're going to put, and then, and then, so, like, I think it's just, like, we should just focus on, like, it's really just the three worst. And it's sad because it's just, like, the. So, or four worse. It's really just like the East Coast. I know. Yeah, I know where exactly where you're going with this too. It's just St. John's, UConn, Seton Hall, and PC. It's just yeah. like, yeah, that's. It's just like the Midwest Big you? East, the Midwest Big East, and the mid the East Coast Big East are two different things. It's How are you differentiating me. the uh, East Coast? Uh, you know, who's who's best? Who's who's like? The best of the worst and worst of the worst among the four. Um, it's teams. funny because it's like it's like you you rank Midwest like fan bases like based on like how like the intensity of like especially at the arena more yeah. and like that that part of the, like the experience and <laughs> in the East Coast it's more of like who's the most obnoxious mm-hmm. like who says the most obnoxious shit. Do here I, I don't know. I feel like Providence has been super obnoxious this year, but I but UConn is definitely that fan base. I just think they're kind of funny too. So it, it, oh, I it, do too. I do too. Yeah, I enjoy them. Like I think, and it's UConn, actually probably it's probably a bad thing to say. I was like basing it on knowing how to win, and they're like the only other one in like recent history with Nash, uh, yeah. like Natty Chip. Like yeah, right probably a poor point there yeah i think i think i think my list is my list i stand by it i just think they're also kind of funny so it's like there's a there's a little hue like you know there's a i don't know i just humanize them more because they have they have personalities they're not just they're not just like they are smug assholes don't get me wrong (laughs) 
<laughs> but I can I can kind of appreciate the way they go about it because they're really clever too. You know what I mean? Oh, they are. They are. So like I think Providence, Seton Hall, and St. John's are just like, you know, F you, like, and they're not and they're, oh, yeah. And they're not clever about it. They're just really straightforward about like F you. It's like, oh, that's that's really rude. Like, yeah, we don't give yeah, a, we sure. don't give it, we don't give a shit. We're rude. That's what we are. Like, oh, all right, then take care of yourself. See ya. You know, like at the Big East tournament, it's like a very hostile situation. You know what I mean? They're not oh definitely. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's a it's it's a clash for sure of the personalities from different parts of the country. Like there's a there's yeah. a level of smugness with Seton Hall, St. John's, and Providence that's like it's unmatched, and it's not even like it doesn't even attempt to be clever. It just tries to be intimidating. Oh and, yeah, and it sticks. It stays that way. You know what I mean? So, I, I at least I have I like I respect you. You get where I'm coming from, yeah. so you at least get where I'm, where I'm coming yeah. from with that one. All right, Marquette's that's my favorite. All, that's all base, I need to know. Other than my Marquette's my favorite fan base because they're like you know they uh they introduce the most logic into their arguments. Yeah, I have like they don't, yeah. they, don't they, Marquette, they have. They have the no, least amount of I've like never had. feelings involved. It's all just that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's data that's why I, I've never had that. I like I, I, I'm glad I'm glad you under you have a similar like experience because I'm yeah. like I have never crossed a Marquette fan that like especially wasn't like saying something about like not games. Like it was always like like okay, wow, I can't yeah. even I can't even like disagree. Plus, they were super uh, on board with like the Tyshawn. Um, defensive player of the year yeah not even that player they thought like he was the he thought they were player of the year player of the year yeah because they they saw what he did to marcus howard and they acknowledged the reality of that whereas seton hall was like whatever it was you know it wasn't even like it wasn't even all that miles just missed like shots it's like oh oh i remember that oh yeah is that what happened i remember that (laughs) he was three of 16 by sheer coincidence not not by the fact that Ty was, was wearing, wearing that number 13 jersey just for the day, just because he thought it fit nice. <laughs> He's just like, okay. So, yeah, I'm with, I'm kind of with you. I, I like I, that last grouping is definitely, um, it's earned, it's earned, it's right at the bottom for sure. I haven't experienced enough Nova fandom though. I don't know why, I don't know how Philly's escaping this obnoxiousness. I'm, I'm very confused. I don't know how well, they, got they just from, how they, they travel. They're obnoxious, but they travel well, though. They travel the best out of any of the Big East fan bases. You think so? Yeah. Okay. We're up there. But are they? Are they? Are there? Are, is there not some like Philly smugness though? Because they've won Natties. Like, is that is that why they get a pass? Because they've they've won they've won Natties. Like they do, but they, they just like it's hard. Here. It's hard. It's hard with. It's hard to argue like with what they have going right now i don't know hmm. yeah i guess i don't even really know what nova's fan base is because they have so many pro teams in their area too like is anyone really like truly a a nova yeah because nova's in like it especially like now that they're it's their home arenas built it's like it, it it's in off area like in it's it's not like in downtown Philly, Philly. like yeah. they have Philly fans, well, but they don't. It's not like they're and even when they because like that's why like, even when they're at Wells Fargo, it's like not 
full or close to it because it's like not that's not their place they pack their spot because their campus it's like everyone around their campus is into it like that area so that's why it's like that's their thing my my question would be but they have a lot of people from that area plus philly people now and just so many of their alumni i think are connected to it that's why they yeah have also here's the thing like I bet you if you ask, like, the majority of Creighton fans what their number one favorite team in sports, like, who that is, I bet to you, play. like, I bet you most of, you like. need to play? No, just to, like, follow. Like, they're not, like, if you're, Really? Like, yeah, if I was like, hey, Jordan, what's your favorite team? Like, who's the first sports team you spit out? Like, you know, Patriots, Red Sox, whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I bet you if you ask Creighton fans, like, what's your number one favorite sports team like where you where if you had to only have this sports team to watch and follow and and cheer for the rest of your life like who would it be Uh i bet you like 60 to 70 percent of creighton fans would say creighton if you did that for villanova i'm not sure like even 30 percent would say villanova they might say like the eagles or sixers or Mm. you know the flyers or something Mm. like that fair point fair point you know what I mean? Fair point. Like I think I think some of these teams being in like pro markets or within the vicinity of pro pro franchises, like lose a they they lose a little bit of their fan base luster a little bit. But I, I think I I'm just the, guessing I think you're wrong. No, I've yeah, I yes, but I think for like the alumni, there's certain alumni and people connected, yeah, like within the just like I think around that area, yeah. Yeah. For for some of the like most people, you, maybe, you, but it's not. Like, but the percentage you throw, you're throwing, I I agree with that. Yeah, like here's what I bet. That's you. all I'm saying. I, like I bet you that Creighton has one of the largest true fan bases in the Big East. Like sure. where, where Creighton is like the number one team out there in their fan. That's what it yeah, is. exactly. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah, they yeah, are yeah. the pro team on in in that area, and that's like, the reason they're number. And that, and and I think UConn would be like number. I think every UConn fan. Like is a true one hundred percent UConn fan. Like I think they would have the, mm-hmm. you know, most. I think they would have the largest fan base in the Big East because there's nothing else to really root for from in the pro that perspective. area. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. Like Providence has like you know Patriots, Red Sox, Celtics, uh, like Seton Hall and St. John's have like the New York teams, like the Knicks, Rangers, Yankees, Mets. You know, uh, Villanova has all the Philly teams. Um, you know, Marquette has like the Packers, Brewers, uh, Bucks. Who just won Bucks just won a title, so that's yeah, they're for sure. Um, Xavier's got the Bengals. Yeah, Bucks just won the title. Bengals, like that Reds, Indian, Browns, like they have so many pro teams in in Ohio. Uh, Butler's got the Colts and stuff. Like you know what I mean? It's almost like Creighton and UConn, like the only teams that when you think about it, that don't really have like a pro squad in their area that's like taking away from their love of the the local college team you know what i mean <laughs> and they can't beat us so <laughs> you just went there again. i didn't see that <laughs> i love that that's a thing now I, where'd that come from i didn't even i love that. that i forgot that that was a thing i had to remind everyone oh okay i got you well that's a wrap on man we went we, we went a lot of different places tonight yeah, we said we had a lot, so yeah, yeah we covered it all. True. So yeah, that's our takes on Creighton UConn, Big East Women's Basketball Awards, 
Uh, Creighton's not so bad. Tournament status. Ryan Cockburner's Big East Defensive Player of the Year candidacy. What else did we cover? Oh, yeah, and then the worst, best and worst fan bases in the Big East. So that was a full experience right there yeah, for our Scurry and the Scrub listeners. I had to highlight it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Always appreciate wasting time with my buddy Jordan Scurry. Uh, we'll be back at you next week sometime with whole new fresh takes on the week's events. So stick with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you uh, subscribe to iTunes, White and Blue Review Network, so you can get this podcast when it drops. Um, And thanks again for chiming in with questions and topics. We'll talk to you all next week. Have a good one, everybody.